0: Welcome to the Christian Ministry Church podcast. We're praying that this message equips and empowers you to live in the kingdom of God. Now for today's sermon by Pastor Tim Brooks. I want to welcome all those join us on all of our social media outlets. We're glad to have you. We're ready to receive the word here today. You know, when you come to church, when you come into church, you want to leave church having been matured in your walk in the Lord. You want to learn something? You want to have some questions that you had answered out of the Word? You want the Word of God to minister to you. We we just wasted too much time in church going through some religious exercise, just paying tribute. And I don't even know what the sermon was about. I don't know what he was up there talking about. I know it was something spiritual and we leave patting ourselves on the back that we went to church. We're missing church. God wants to move in your heart. Uh, I so was ministered to with Chloe saying, she didn't care what liberal college professor told her. She sat right there and had an encounter with the Lord Jesus, and you're not going to talk me out of that. See, when you have an encounter with the Lord, when you have an encounter with God's Word, then you don't get sucked in by this. What happened to so-and-so? I hadn't seen them. Oh, they just got sucked in by this. Come on, you have an encounter with the Lord you begin to worship God and you enter into his presence, then you're not sucked in by this junk that's going in and out and up and down. You're solid whenever you come to know the Lord. We want to come in here and be ministered to. We want to come in here and have our hearts moved on by the Lord. The Word of God corrects you. The Word of God motivates you. And that's what we want to have happen for us. I want you to turn to Luke 6, 38. Mark your place there. We want to look at this verse. We want to look at this passage today. We want to dive into this. Luke chapter 6, verse 38. Give and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full, pressed down, shaken together, to make room for more, running over, and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. Luke chapter 6, verse 38. Hold your place there. We're going to talk about this passage today. The title of today's message is, The Law of Giving. The Law of Giving. In school... We used to be taught math, algebra, geometry, the laws of mathematics. Uh, We were taught if you have two apples and you add two more apples, then you have four apples. And at one time, it didn't matter how tall you were. It didn't matter how you were raised. It didn't matter what happened to you in your childhood. It didn't matter what happened three generations ago. Two apples plus two apples equaled four apples, and it didn't really matter how you felt about it. Well, personally, personally, I felt like maybe we needed eight apples. Well, I just personally, Tim, with what I went through, I think the answer is seven. Well, Except it's not. Two apples and two apples is four apples. It doesn't make a whole lot of difference. What happened in your background? Now, I don't mean to be offensive by that, and I don't mean to offend somebody who is tall. I don't mean to offend somebody who's short. I don't mean to offend somebody who is one skin color or another skin color. I mean, whatever all of this is. See, there are proofs. There is equations. Here's the way it works. And you learn how life works regardless of your preference about things. See, in school, we were once taught physical science. We were taught The law of motion, the law of entropy, the law of gravity. And we were taught these in classes that had every race there, every height of student there, every economic background of the different students that were there. Both genders were there. I mean, both genders were there. And you know, the same law of gravity was just taught to everybody. And we taught these laws because... For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction along the same straight line. We were taught gravitational pull. We were taught if you throw a handful of rocks straight up, they're going to come right down on your head. And I didn't mean to be offensive about that. Well, that hurt me. Well, that offended me. Well, Tim, that's you're just too black and white. You're just too rigid. You're just too... All I'm telling you is, if you scoop up a handful of rocks, it's going to come right back down on your head. Now, I'm just also telling you, if you spit into the wind, it's fixing to blow right back in your face. Well, the way I was raised, I got bad news for you. And I don't want to offend you because of what happened to you when you were 11 years old. Don't spit into the wind. If you jump off of a 10 story building, you're gonna splatter. I told, oh, we can't tell our little kids that. We're gonna wait and let them choose for themselves because today they just felt like they were a bird. Don't jump. Well, I just felt like I was a bird today. I connected as a bird. Don't jump. Off the building uh, come on I'm, we're not trying to offend anybody uh, we love everybody we accept you I mean we love you we're, we're not offending your background it's just trying to tell you how life works this is the way it works and it works like this for everybody and it doesn't make any difference how you personally feel about the law of entropy the law of motion the law of gravity it doesn't really make a difference about your background or your feelings or your personal beliefs. That does not change the outcome of you spitting into the wind. And we got a culture today that's spitting into a wind and acting like it's not gonna hit them in the face. Come on, we're gonna have to wake up because this thing is gonna come back and hit you right in the face. This is going to come back and hit you. How do I know? Tim, you're just so black and white. I'm just telling you, I know about wind. I just know about for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction right there on the straight line, right there. I just know when you throw rocks straight up in the air, it's not going to be a shock what happens to you. I'm telling you, this is right around the corner for you. See, people are suffering in life, and this is what's sad. Because they don't understand there are laws of the way this life works. And this isn't to be offensive, telling our kids in school, you don't have a choice about the law of gravity. You don't have a choice about the law of entropy. And just like there are physical laws that have to be learned because they govern and shape life, there's also laws that govern the, the spiritual realm of reality, and we got to understand this. See, the teaching of the law of gravity cannot be withheld just because it might offend certain people. I can't hold back on preaching a section of Scripture because it might offend certain people. i got to tell everybody, don't jump off of the building. I don't care about how you feel and what you identify as. Don't jump off the bill. See, if you care about people, you'll tell them what works and you'll tell them what doesn't work. There are laws, well, it's just confining. Well, we just want to be more understanding. We want to be tolerant of everybody. we got to teach the law of gravity to every child, regardless of how they personally identify with it. Because not knowing that will cause great hurt. It'll cause great harm to you. It's not up to a vote. It's not outdated. It's not up to the Supreme Court to make a decision on. we got to teach laws of how life works. And there are laws that govern the seen, physical part of reality. And there are laws that govern the unseen, the spiritual realm of reality. And when we talk about that, we're talking about love, acceptance, happiness, fulfillment, satisfaction well i'm not too much into that unseen no no you can walk in a room and you can see love or you walk in a room and see hate i mean don't tell me you can't see you you immediately know when somebody something you immediately know when you're accepted or when you're not see there are laws that govern the unseen or what we call the non-physical dimension of reality And there's a huge list of physical laws. There's a huge list of spiritual laws that govern here's the way life works. We're looking at the law of giving. Luke 6, 38. Some are offended by a preacher teaching on giving. Some scoff at the law of giving. And many pastors today won't teach the law of giving, because they're afraid it will offend people, but it's just, it's a thing. Let me tell you something. It's unjust, it's wrong not to teach a law. It's wrong for me not to tell you in giving you receive. That's a long introduction. I'm taking a long time on this because our culture today we just have so gotten away from this works, this doesn't work. We've so gotten away from laws, we've gotten into, well, I feel. I just feel in my heart. Well, I sense. Why. The, the, the fact is, there are laws that govern life that supersede how you feel or what you identify with today. And I'm going to have to stand here and teach this because I don't want you jumping off of a building and splattering. Luke 6 38 the law of giving. Give and you will receive. There's no mention of race. There's no mention of gender. There's no mention of any athletic skill. There's no mention of any height or weight requirement. Give and you will receive. Your gift will return to you. Well, Tim, I just think it's wrong to put money in a collection plate, I think it's wrong to give money to the Lord and expect a return. I just put money in with no strings attached. I don't expect a return. Well, well, that sounds real nice. I mean, that sounds really nice of you, but I just hope you don't jump off of a 10-story building because you expect or didn't expect. It's foolish to contradict the laws of God. In giving you receive. And you need to know that. Luke 6:38, give and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full. Now listen to this. Pressed down, shaken together, make room for more. Running over, poured into your lap, the amount you give will determine the amount you get back. You can just plant one little tomato seed, and you get all kinds of tomatoes. See, it's pressed down. It's shaken together. My gosh, look at the return on what I planted. Look at how life works. Luke 6, 38, the law of giving. Pressed down, shaken together, running over. These are the words that Jesus used in teaching about the law of giving. Look in Luke 38. Verse 38, now the scale or the measurement is the amount you give that determines the amount you get back. You plant one acre of soybean, or you plant five acres, or you plant 2,500 acres of soybean. That determines the amount that you harvest. Galatians 6, 7, don't be misled. You're not going to mock the justice of God. You will always reap what you sow. You will harvest what you plant, and it's foolish to live your life like that doesn't work. That's the way life works. And at one time, our government required parents to send kids to school, and they'd come and get parents that didn't send their kids to school because we felt like it was important that our kids learn these laws because we did not want them going out and planting soybeans wishing for corn so we told them if you plant corn seed then you reap corn if you plant soybean then you're going to reap soybeans it's a law that's in operation If you jump off of a building, you can expect to fly if you want to. You can relate to a bird if you want to, but you're still going to splatter because this is a law that is in motion. Whatever you sow, that's what you're going to reap. The point of the message today is we come to church with needs. We come to church to get our needs met. And I want to ask you, what do you have need of today? What do you have need of today? Well, as a pastor of this church you come expecting your needs met, I need to teach you how that happens. Here's how that happens. In giving, then you receive. I don't want you coming here not having your needs met, so I gotta teach you how that happens, you give. It's in giving that you receive. Whatever you sow, that's what you're gonna reap. Now, you've all heard this preached. You've all heard this verse. And we usually hear it right before we take up an offering. Preachers teach the law of giving. And they do so so that they can take up large offerings in their church. And they inspire people to give money with the understanding they're going to get more money back. Not shame on them. They're exactly correct. That's that's the way it works. Give and you receive in return. You've come here with a desire for more money than you currently have, then become a huge giver. Tim, you're telling me I have to give money away to get more money. It just doesn't seem, I don't understand. I got this money in my pocket. I can't afford to give. Uh, You just got a little corn. I can't afford to plant any because I won't have any corn. Look, you plant that little corn and you won't believe what corn will produce. You plant, are you getting this? Say, give and you will receive And we teach this where money is concerned. Preachers who tell you, if you'll give a lot of money, you're going to be financially blessed. And here's what you can know. When you see people financially blessed, they're big givers. They're givers to their community, to their church, to hospitals, to schools. They're, They're big givers. Because Luke 6.38 is a law. Give and you will receive. I'm still into my introduction. i got to get to the sermon. But here's what we fail to look at. And when we teach that. And I'm not against teaching that. We need to read that before every offering. Give your money and you're going to be financially blessed. Amen. That's exactly right. But I want you to notice something. It doesn't say only money. Now, now you got to see this. It doesn't say only money. I'm not against saying that before we take up offering. Preachers ought to Preach. They ought to teach people to financially give. I want to be a church that's full of financial givers. That's the way it works. But it's not just limited to money. It doesn't just say only money. See, the law of gravity doesn't just affect only tall, white females. See, the law of giving is not only about just money at offering time. As a matter of fact... It's every area of your life. It's in every area of your life. Okay, the question today is, what have you come in here that you have need of? What do you have need of in your life? Are you lonely? Do you need some friends? Are you unhappy? Tim, I've got money, I've got my health. I I don't know, I'm just not happy. You need some joy? Are you jerked up? You just need some peace? Are you in a knot? I just, I need some peace. What is it that you, if you need corn, then what do you do? You plant corn. Okay, this is a universal law. And just as you give your corn seed so that you get more corn as a harvest, Church, you give your way out of the need that you currently have. How do I get my needs met? You give your way out of it because here's the law. It's in giving that you receive. What area of your life do you have a need in? Is it friends? Is it happiness? What I want to talk about is you give your way out of that need. We're living in one of the most selfish, self-centered eras in history that, that's ever been recorded. It's all about me, how I personally feel, what I'm personally going through. With no thought about your parents or your grandparents or your neighbors or other friends. No, I mean, all life is is about me and my instant gratification right now and how this made me we're talking about a selfish generation and the problem is life just don't work for selfish people it just doesn't life doesn't work for selfish self-centered people You, you can identify people's giving by what they have if you see a very happy person you can know that that person gives a big level of happiness just everywhere they are If you see a person that a lot of people like, you can know that's a very friendly person wherever they go. If you see a person that's just very stable, they're just very stable and very consistent, you can know that person provides stability for a lot of people. A very stable person, when they walk in the room, stability just comes to everybody in there. What area in your life do you have need of? When you came in today, what do you need? What do you need to receive? I want to say to you, give in that area. You give in that area because it's in giving that you receive. It's in giving that you receive. If you don't have friends, if you don't have really close relationships, if, if you just don't have a close friend, learn to be one. You learn to be one. See, there's a reason you don't have any friends, and it's because you're weird. You're gonna have to learn to stop being weird. You're gonna have to develop some social skills because to have a friend, you're gonna have to be a friend. And you don't know how to be a friend, so you can't ever have a friend. It's in giving that you receive. So if you want to have friends, you're going to have to learn to be friends, and you can't if you're weird. Come on, you got to work on it. Work on your social skills. Tim, I don't know. I don't know, I, I'm just not happy. Got a job, I got people around me, uh, I got my health. I don't, I'm, just, I'm just not very happy right now. So I know what you ought to do, move. Move. I know what you ought to do, change jobs. Here's what you ought to do is go somewhere and do something. Here's what I want you to write down. Happiness is not found in a different location. It's not found in a different job. It's a result of giving happiness. It's a result of giving yourself where you are. And our young adults—they come here, and boy, they get involved. And they just love it, and boy, they're just into everything. If there's a party, they're at it. They just—they are in volunteering, and they're—they're they're hooked up. Then I watch over the years, little by little, they just quit doing this. Little by little, kind of pull back from this. Little by little, kind of stop doing this. They stop giving to the community. They stop pouring themselves into what's going on. And little by little, they're just not happy anymore. And then they start looking for happiness somewhere else. Then they start looking for happiness somewhere else. They go to work and they get them a job, and boy, I just love this. But after a while, they just a little bit here and they pull back, and then they, I'm less and less. Where's so so? I don't have to see them much anymore. They're just not around much anymore. They're not coming to church as much. They're, I don't see them in the coffee shop. They're just, they're just not around. And then the next thing you know, see, we got to go here to find happiness. You got to go there to find happiness. Here's what I'm telling. Let, let me say this. I'm not opposed to God calling you to do something and you going somewhere. God moves and changes. God moved you here and put you in this church. I'm not opposed to God moving you somewhere. Here's what I'm telling you. You're not going to move somewhere and find happiness. You're not going to find joy by the next job or the next job or the next job. You're going to find life wherever you give life to. Because it's in giving that you receive, and this is a law that governs life. You're hosting continual parties, and you're in folks' home, and you're over here at this place, and you're at that place, and every Tuesday night you've got a Bible study, and every Thursday night you're hosting, reading a book, and you've got three friends that come over, and y'all talk about that chapter in that book and what it said to you. And You've got stuff going on. Man, you're happy because you're given to life. But then little here, little there, you back up, you back up, you back up. Today, what do you have need of? Is it financial need? Absolutely. You need to be a giver. Absolutely. I want a church full of people who understand financial giving and you give financially. But it's not just that. What is it that you have need of? Give and it will be given to you. You give. Your way out of your need. Are you lonely? Are you depressed? What is your need? We're discussing today the law of giving. Now I want to take this a step further today. Terry and I are—we're blessed. We're blessed financially. We're blessed. We got some friends, so we just quit being nice to anybody. Hey, we're doing good financially. There was a time we were starving, and we needed to give. There was a time we didn't have a dime, and we were pouring money into the church offering, and I mean we were giving. Well, we've been blessed financially, so I think I'm just going to slow up, slow up on my giving. Here's what I'm telling you. If you don't have a need in an area, you keep sowing to it because the first year the farmer quits planting corn, will be the first year he has no harvest. Whatever areas that you're doing good in, you keep giving yourself to that area. You keep giving yourself to that area. Friends call and say, you want to go out to eat? Terry said, babe, do you want to go? And before she says where, I say no. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't ever want to go anywhere. You want to go out to eat? Wait, we ain't got anything to eat here. Why do we want to? No, no, I don't ever want to go anywhere and do anything with anybody because then I'd have to talk to them. Look here, if you're going to have friends, you're going to have to do things that maybe you didn't really want to do. You're going to have to go some places that maybe you don't really want to go. Why? It's called maintaining friendship and giving yourself to the people that you're connected with. But in this selfish generation, if it isn't fun, we're not going to do it. If I don't feel like it, I'm not going to do it. And it's no wonder we're getting a depressed, lonely society because we're too selfish to be happy. Here's what I'm telling you. You give. You give. You give. Terry and I are being blessed financially. That's why even when I'm speaking in another church, When I'm not here, you'll find a check in this offering basket because I'm going to make sure that I am sowing my seed because I want financial blessings to continue to come my way. You don't reach a point and you retire in your giving. You don't retire in your giving. You still give. You still serve. You still do. You still give. You still serve. You still be a part even when you don't have any need. What are you doing? I'm sowing. I'm sowing seeds to my harvest. I'm sowing seed to my harvest. We're being blessed. Well, then I want to keep being a blessing. I want to continue to do that. You don't go, Well, I got my kids raised. Then I'm done with that. See, I've got my family taken care of. So I'm done with that. No, no, no. I'm more into it than I was then. I'm more into it than I was then. Because I understand a law that is in operation. Give. And I shall be given unto you. Keep friends. You do things that maybe you don't want to do. You go places maybe you don't want to go. There is a giving to relationships to maintain those. It's a huge sacrifice. It's a huge sacrifice to be a giver to life. I'm concerned because of the culture that we're in today. That is so self-absorbed. This is a dangerous place to be because you can't receive. It's in giving of yourself that you receive. And in this era that is self-absorbed, you're putting yourself in a real dangerous place. Because giving is the way, is the avenue that you receive. And you're trying to receive without giving. We got trouble. You're going to have to give joy. You're going to have to give joy even when you don't have much left. You're still giving joy. You're still giving of yourself. Let's wrap this up. you got to make sure you got the law of giving in your heart. If you want to increase in your finances, increase your giving financially. If you want to increase your friends, increase the time of giving yourself to other people. If you want to increase your joy, then you increase the amount of joy that you're sharing during the day. On your job. With your boss. Hey, this lately you got a raise and man, things are going good for you. It was a result of your giving. Now don't back up. You keep giving. You keep giving and you keep sowing. You keep giving and you keep sowing. The measure that you give will be the measure that you get back. Here's the line that I want to leave you with. If you want to post something, don't post what you had for supper. We're tired of reading that. If if you're going to post something, post the point of the sermon. Post this. Give your way out of your need. There's a law of giving. Give your way out of your need. For those in here today with no needs, I want to encourage you. Continue to give. Continue to give so that you continue to live in a place of blessings. I want you to know there is a law of giving that just works. Y'all stand. Whatever your need is today, whatever you're having need of, you just roll up your sleeves and you start planting. You start sowing for a harvest. You start giving of yourself. This week you give joy. This week you give happiness. Come on, sow happiness in your home, in your family, in your work, with your co workers. Give your way out of whatever need you have. Father God, today we thank you for your word of direction for our life. We honor you and we worship you and we place our hand in your hand as we walk through this life. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to this message from Christian Ministries Church. If this message impacted you and you'd like to sow into our ministry, you can give at cmchurch.com. If you'd like to listen to more of our messages, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for Christian Ministries. God bless.